Welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga Dharma Cast, and I'm your host, Dara Veda Pragyananda, but a lot of people call me Dara Veda, and whichever one you do is fine with me. So today we're going to look at the, the topic, where does God reside? You know, I know a lot of people pray to a God who's somewhere in heaven, but the question is, what about here and there and everywhere else? Does God reside there or not? And some people think that maybe God existed in a, some distant past and somehow created the universe, but he's, he's nowhere to be found these days. So what did a yogi say about it? So I'm delving into the, the knowledge, the, the wisdom of Sri Sri Anandamurti, who wrote extensively on these subjects. So first of all, one thing is very clear for the yogis is there's really not a heaven or a hell. These are not separate places. One is above and one is below. But only these are the results of our actions and reactions of the past. Sometimes we are placed in hellish conditions, like it's often been said that War is hell, and it certainly is hell to be in that condition. And certain, sometimes we're in a heavenly state where whatever we wish for comes to us, whatever we need is there, and we feel uh, wonderful. But these are temporary. They pass also. So what is, how does God fit in with this? According to the tantric philosophy, now if, if you told this to a philosopher and they would analyze, they say, oh yeah, that's simple. You're saying that God is imminent. Imminent means that, that God is embedded in every object of this universe, including you and me. But we also say that, that God is beyond, the supreme entity is beyond all of this. It's transcendent. So imminent, embedded, Transcendent beyond. But you don't have to be a philosopher to really make use of this idea, to grasp it. The main idea is that within each one of us, very close, not, not in some distant place, but very close to us, at the source of our being, that is where God resides. And certainly also, beyond this universe, beyond everything, that God is also there. And then, within all the created beings, the animate and inanimate even, that supreme entity is lying there, hidden. It's not directly perceivable with the organs of the sense. That's why... The materialists will say, oh, there's, your God doesn't exist. But many things exist, and we never see them. We don't see molecules. We don't see atoms. We don't see electrons. We don't see neutrons. But through our study and understanding, we can understand, yes, these things are there. So what does this have to do with me and you? The main thing is this is a very positive approach to the world. So that's why 
Sri Sri Anandamurti once said, you are never alone or helpless. The force that guides the stars guides you too. So that same force which has spun forth this whole universe and cosmos is at the core of your being, core of my being. And that, that's what the whole quest of mysticism is or the quest of yoga is, is to make contact, to really feel that, understand it, and make use of that. And that's what our process of meditation is all about. So this is the way to make use of it, to keep that optimistic look at the world that, that, yes, we can do something great and we can achieve something great and we are something great. We're not small, we're not tiny, we're not little. Another thing which I was recently reading one of the discourses of Sri Sri Nandamurti, he said that even though this, this supreme entity which has spun out this whole cosmos and imagined everything and created everything is a great entity, but you don't have to feel inferior next to it. He gave you an analogy. Suppose, let's say your father is a, a PhD um, in multiple subjects even, but you're just a little toddler, but you, you, that little toddler is never afraid of the father because of the preeminence of, of that person's knowledge. No, because the relationship is, is father to son. It's not a relationship of an um, ordinary being to a, you know, a great scholar. So we should keep that idea in mind and not have any kind of inferiority complex when it comes to our approach towards the, the supreme entity, supreme being, whatever you want to call that supreme being. There are many names and many ways that people address that supreme one. But the main thing to understand is we don't have to fear a hell. We don't have to aspire to a heaven, which is not here, but right here and now where we are, if we will apply ourselves we can realize many great things and we can have spiritual experience, mystical experience. We can reach yoga or union with God. And this is the thing. But as I have always said, that this quest, this, this concept, which, which I'm talking about now, is not realized simply by reading books listening to discourses like this, or you can go to search all the podcasts on YouTube and you'll, you'll listen to them and hear them, but that doesn't advance you spiritually if you don't apply them with a method. And that's what the, the tantric method of um, meditation, asanas, and hygienic practices and different kind of practices to keep up the physical and mental health, if you don't apply the whole thing, then it remains a theory in the book. So we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't remain, remain in the book. And one more thing, if you should find yourself in that condition which you know people describe as hell, like we say, war is hell, and there's so many conditions which are very bad, in that place you start your, your spiritual practice. You gather other people and in that very place, that, that supreme entity will become uh, realizable. You'll, you'll see, you'll feel that supreme entity actually shifts its nucleus to where you're chanting 
that spiritual mantra, that spiritual name. So that's one of the, the good parts of this. So that's all I want to say today. It's maybe shorter than usual. I don't know. I'm not keeping time right now. But thank you for listening. And um, if you're listening to us on any podcasting platform like you know Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify, whatever, and if there's a chance for you to give a rating, give it a thumbs up if you like it. That will help more people to hear it. And if you have a chance to subscribe, subscribe, and then you will get future episodes, uh, you'll get notification of that. And finally, if you have any uh, queries or you have any suggestions about topics that of interest to you that we should address, then please send us an email. So I close out saying namaskar. That means I, I pay my respects to you with my, my mind and my heart. I, I pay my respects to the spiritual entity within you from my mind and my heart. So thank you very much. Namaskar and see you again. <laughs>